MP. Dividing public opinion. Are they empowering? And setting the rugby agenda. Do not forget where your history South Africa is. The enemy's desire is to try any raising. Welcome, you're with The Room Dividers. Setting the agenda. Our people need to be included. Factual. Are there any black CEOs? Calculating. Am I on? Loud and close. <laughs> hey, you normally close the tabs, right? Transformation leaders. Have they been transformed? Statisticians. Are they assisting in transformation in this country? Robust debaters. Transformation, what, what? Fearless. These guys will actually make the spring box stronger. And most importantly, they are the room dividers. Give the man, give the man his allowed his peace. Give the man his Well, that's uh, the big question of what have they done to speed up transformation. That will sit now in the hands of the new Minister of Sport, eh? Former Minister of Police. Former Minister of Arts and Culture. And now he is the Minister of Sport, Natim Tetwa. Oh, good luck and congratulations, Minister. Obviously, a lot that needs to be done. A lot that was not done before you came into that position. And I suppose uh, he comes in at a time when the likes of SA Rugby, the CEO, Yuri Roo, warning the Independent Communications Authority of South Africa, otherwise known as ICASA, uh, that the sport could die a slow and painful death in the next uh, five years if they go ahead with the plans to implement uh, the draft broadcasting regulations. Now, ICASA have also declared their intention uh, to amend the sport broadcasting services regulations of national sporting events that are of national importance to receive full live coverage of on a free-to-air. Hey! Now, according to Rue, he kind of offered a sobering view during his presentation uh, at the week-long hearings on draft sports broadcasting services amendment regulations in St. Julian, uh, where all these sporting codes are making presentations. And to take us through what transpired during these proceedings, I'm joined by Sboo Mchigeli, so rugby journalist and an, an analyst as well uh, on the line. Sboo, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Uh, Darob, thanks so much for uh, having me. Uh, yeah. Exciting week. Uh, it has just gone by. I know it's been exciting because when I saw the headline, I thought to myself, I can't wait to chat to you about this. You've been there. You've been camped uh, in terms of these hearings. And when I saw the headline, that's, that screamed to me that, uh, hey, there won't be any sport in five years and there won't be the Springboks. I thought to myself, really? Hey, what is going on here? Hey, hey, Rob, it's, uh, it's a whole lot, but if I can sum it up for the listeners, good evening to the listeners, just by the way, um, there's a lot that is being said about these proposed ICASA regulations, and the big thing is that rugby, football, cricket, sports, you name it, they will lose a chunk of their income if uh, people aren't allowed to bid uh, for exclusive television rights to broadcast those sports. So words like it will kill the sport, or the sport will die, or, or, or you know, scaremongering is getting bandied about. So don't be shocked to hear a lot of death being bandied about. Why, though? I mean, why the the shock and awe, if I can use those terminologies that were used in the war times in America? It's, 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 
because well they they're trying to get through the message to Ikasa that they 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 can't uh, snatch those uh, exclusive rights that currently belong to uh, the pay channel Supersport, um, we who have paid billions for for PSL and then hundreds of millions for 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 SA Rugby and and the SA Cricket. Um, and uh, basically, what Ikasa wants to do, they want to be Robin Hood, and they want to take from the rich and to the poor. They are saying that these sports are national assets. They belong to no one. They belong to everyone, and therefore must be seen by everyone, not by a few who can afford to pay those premium subscriptions every month uh, mm. that, are, that are quite high. But but then, if I remember correctly, Saru said that they were quite content uh, with the current regulations. Now, the big question is, why the change? Uh, why the change? That's a question everybody is asking themselves. Today, uh, there was uh, still no indication as to what was the root uh, of these changes. But uh, I was told when I asked the question that there are routine reviews of these regulations uh, every four years. And uh, what used to happen in the past was that they would first open a, a public dialogue before drafting the proposal. But it doesn't look like there was a public dialogue before. It looks like there was a draft before, and now the public dialogue is following that. And that's why everyone is, is, is up in arms. Uh, so things have kind of reversed uh, in terms of the processes, I am told. So it, it seems like at first maybe ICASA should have first approached federations, approached the sponsors, approached the broadcasters as well, and said, we are reviewing, do you have any suggestions? And then from those suggestions, start drafting. Now they've drafted, and uh, the die has been cast. However, it is not too late. The, the federations have come, and the public has come, and they've laid their case right at ICASA's door. What Saru says and how others react can be very, very telling. Uh, what have you picked up in terms of outside of the rugby people who obviously are concerned about what they are concerned and they're concerned about the profits that they have been making, will be making and should be making. Um, what has been the general feeling? Are they for or against what Ikasa are proposing? Uh, there's a lot. The wave is definitely against Ikasa's proposals. However, Darob, uh, the way I think the 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 the, the big um, opposition comes with the, the phrasing of uh, ICASA's trust regulations, uh, in my view, because uh, ICASA has grouped things like the PSL as national uh, sporting assets, but the PSL is a domestic club competition. Yes, you know things like that. So there is a lot of nuance. That they that they that they are poking at. They've included the Curry Cup and Super Rugby as national uh, sports or sporting events of interest, which you know it, it less matters because that belongs to Sandra. Super Rugby belongs to Sandra, which is an inter-provincial, inter international provincial competition. So, so they they they're definitely up to date uh, in that. Mm. And uh, I have to say that uh, SA Rugby came with the first. Uh, legal challenge, and it seems that should it get there, they will go as far as the constitutional court to oppose these regulations. And that's a crucial thing that you're raising against, Boo, because if I am correct, you say that Saru obviously represent 
rugby. So that's the mother body. And whatever yes. funding that they get from broadcast deals then gets channeled down, right? Am I correct in yes. that? Now, yes. the money that's coming through, you talk about them quoting it as PSL, does not go to SAFA. It actually goes to PSL directly, which means that the mother body then does not get that money, which then filters down. I mean, how different is that? Surely a mother body is a mother body. They should be getting the funding. Yes, no, that's absolutely uh, true, Darob. And this is where things get very, very muddled. Safa came here with a, a begging bowl, really, because no one even wants their rights. Uh, they are saying that neither the paymaster nor, nor, nor the, the, the public broadcaster wants their rights. But that's not ICASA's uh, uh, mandate. Uh, so there's a lot of confusion as well uh, in these in these uh, 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 arguments of of regulations. Uh, and it was telling that um, the chairman came to represent the PSL, even though he sits on the SAFA board as well. And SAFA, uh, they let themselves down completely uh, today. I have to say because where they're sitting, they're getting zero. Zero rand, zero cents for their rights thereof uh, hmm. to broadcast national uh, football matches. And the PSL, it's, it's, now it's, it's dog eat dog. It's every man for himself. The PSL said, hey, no, we are the PSL. We will speak for the PSL. We will not speak for football as a whole. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it definitely has shown divisions in, in how the, the, some of these sporting codes are run in, in the country. But isn't that the crux of the matter, though, that a mother body should be a mother body? You can't send it directly through to a professional wing. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's absolutely true. It would have been almost the, the equivalent if maybe the Blue Bulls had come here and speak for the Blue Bulls and, <laughs> and yeah. say something contrary to what SA Rugby is saying. You know, that, that's how I viewed it. Um, and I, I, I really hope that uh, ICASA does give these uh, federations, some of them, a chance uh, to to represent uh, uh, or uh, to put in uh, carefully worded written submissions because Cricket South Africa didn't even bother to pitch, um, even though uh, they are looking at a uh, half a billion rand loss in the next four or five years. And if they don't have broadcast income, those losses could even uh, escalate to beyond that. So I was uh, shocked, uh, to say the least, that South Africa didn't come here and send a representative, whereas FA Rugby brought their top table, Yuri Ru, Mark Alexander, general manager for communications, Andy Colhoun, plus uh, 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 their lawyers, their legal counsel, um, uh, uh, the PSL, uh, Dr. Evan Koza, Kaiser Mutaung, uh, the legal counsel, Skalk uh, Berger, uh, who's an advocate. So who did uh, cricket? Cricket didn't have anyone. So that was, that was disappointing in my view. Oh. All right. I don't know if you'll be able to, but uh, let's negotiate with the offer. We have to go for news quickly. Uh, we were just sorting out a couple of uh, technical problems there in the studio down in Port Elizabeth uh, with Tanda Banana, but I'm told, thumbs up, he is able to be audible without any feedback coming through to us. So after the news, we will include him in this conversation. I think it is a very, very crucial uh, conversation that is happening right now. Ikasa uh, holding these hearings, the presentations as they happen uh, will start to unravel a lot of what you and I have not been aware of.
Super Sports Worldwide. Militon Shudovic. You listen to the show, Coach. You know the room dividers. You know Tando Manan. Of course I know. Yeah? Coach Mitchell, you know, I've always been silent about who I support. And I think, Rob, I have to say, this coach that you have today is the one that really made me go out in the open and to really show the full support that I have for Orlando Paris for years. Thank you very much for putting your mask down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had a very good moody, you know, I could have gone myself down to Free State Stars and thrown it there on myself because I really thought that Pirates deserved to win the PSL. It's the MSW 200. We're doing things slightly differently. People thought, yo, Manana, rugby, rugby, rugby. Ah, this man will shock you. <laughs> Mr. Manana, next week we talk underwater synchronized swimming. Yeah. And then we talk badminton. We also talk about sardine hunting, pigeon racing. We'll just diversify. I'm a jacker. Dividing public opinion. Are they empowering? And setting the rugby agenda. Do not forget where your history South Africa is. The enemy's desire is to try and erase Welcome, you're with The Room Dividers. It's the Thursday edition of Marawa Sports Worldwide and a great opportunity as well to welcome back all our listeners on Radio 2000. Obviously very disappointed having gone through and listened to the commentary that would have ended with South Africa losing against England. It's a World Cup. It's the first match. It's a disappointing one in the end, but hey. It's about that drawing board eh, that everybody talks about. It's a drawing board that I can also foresee for the under-20s who are in Poland. Uh, Spoom Chigilis is still with us uh, on the line. Let's uh, welcome Tando Manana as well down in Port Elizabeth. Good evening, Tando. Good evening, Rob. Good evening to Chawe. And good, yeah, evening good evening to the listeners. Thank you for thank you, Rob. Uh, I have to thank this guy. He's worked tremendously hard in bringing us the updates of uh, of a Ikasa hearing. That uh, I think without him, we'd never known what has been happening down in Pretoria. What, what's your reaction, though, given what he has, you know, unpacked for us? I, I just think that shockingly, uh, there are a few things that the public uh, were not privy to that Usbu broke down just before the news. Look, I think, Rob, obviously my main focus was always going to be on the oval ball, and, and that's rugby in terms of uh, the earlier statement that was echoed by the CEO of SARU, uh, that there won't be sport in five years, and there won't be the Springboks. I think, uh, you know, that for me should have been his own personal opinion, uh, but not rather uh, for all the rugby uh, people in in the game itself. I think what's important is, uh, a case in point of trying to find solace because we've been crying, Rob. I think this is a sport that when he says uh, in that presentation that this sport uh, is a sport for, for everyone. It's not a sport for everyone. It's a sport for 980 rands a month or 1,000 whatever odd to have to watch this game live every Friday, Saturday. 
uh, if it's on the national broadcaster, you'd watch it delayed by two hours. And even then, you know, even when the days of... Um, of so many people that were spearheading at the the SABC Sport Department that, you know, uh, they even tried to even have it uh, after 40 minutes of the actual test having been played. Those were all denied as if, you know, you they would lose a lot of things when, you know, the national broadcaster would still be behind by 40 minutes of the actual test match. So I think, uh, you know, the ICASA, what they're doing, uh, for a country, I mean, you need to grow. You know, there's been so much uh, said that the game has to be exclusive, uh, you know, for, for people to, to watch the game and to see the game in order for you to have uh, more people being interested. A lot of people are interested in the game, uh, Rob, uh, with or without uh, Supersport, for example. It's just a matter of people wanting to update themselves with what currently is happening, and that is not happening. And uh, for me, uh, I might say it's 20 years late, uh, Rob, of, of the whole system. I think we have to say that all these things are happening. It's just for me, it's, 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 it's waited for a lot of time uh, and, and giving such uh, remarks that uh, Springboks will die. Springboks won't die. Uh, rugby will never die in this country. Uh, I think what we, we have to, to be clear about is the game uh, has reached ceiling points for the white minority in this country, but it's still growing amongst the black uh, population in this country in terms of players coming up to the fore and, and and those are still the people that are marginalized from watching the game i mean uh, if you if you also look at in terms of of cricket you know uh, there's a huge following huge following people are still up to date despite it not being on radio despite people not hearing many uh, of the cricket commentary on radio but people are still following thanks to print media uh, if they can't afford the electronic media at this stage so for me i think uh, even them taking and saying they will go as far as the constitution court uh, Rob, I'm, I'm just saying to myself, in mm. terms of the money being made, uh, who is it for? Is it for the is it for the, the Springboks? Who is this money going to? Is it money to grow the the game? Because the development department closed a while ago in terms of growing the game. Now, how do you grow then the game? Uh, but besides that, even if they're not growing the game, but it's still the clubs, the local people on the ground that is persisting in growing the game. It's not driven uh, by TV revenues to grow the game. The, the the revenues is only looking at the professional aspect of the game, and thus. For, for me, it's one-sided. It's looking because there's a 57% gain mm. that is coming from that. And people are, are benefiting from, uh, f from, from those things, Rob. I mean, if you look for me, uh, would, would, if we ask if a Craven Week could be on national television, you know why? Because that's where the development that people uh, talk about, that, look, if you talk of transformation, it starts from the ground. That's what they're doing. But what I'm saying is, right, will you ever see Craven Week on the SABC platform? You'll never see it. Why, Rob? Who's benefiting then if it's not going to be shown on national television? And yet it is a high school. You're top of the crop in terms of high school players playing mm. at one week and yet you deprive the youngsters that then are at a developmental stage that then are starting the game are showing promise but they themselves can't see as much as their peers they can't watch the game on national television and and, and that's the point that i was going to try move across and it's a brilliant point Spoo, where you know according to rue and i've been following very closely what he's been saying though uh, saying that a big chunk of the revenue comes
comes from broadcasting rights because the broadcasters are prepared to pay that premium uh, to exclusively access content like the Springboks and also like Super Rugby Games. It also goes on to say that about 57% of their revenue comes from broadcasting, 26% from sponsorship and 17% from tests, events and grants. I mean, that breakdown on the back of what Manana says tells us what? Uh, uh, Rob, what that means is uh, that there's a heavy, heavy reliance on these uh, broadcast deals. Uh, but what Supersport can't explain, and they refused to explain anything after they made their submissions, they refused any uh, media follow-up questions, was is there, is there a, uh, a, a need for these uh, rights to all be there? Uh, in terms of as a bundle, meaning that everything from uh, uh, under 20s, under uh, Craven Week, under 18s, right up to the Springboks, to the seniors, does, does it absolutely all have to go to one channel? And then SA Rugby uh, did not avail themselves for, for follow-up questions because that would have been my question was, are they willing to seed any uh, any level of the game's uh, uh, broadcasting rights, like the Curry Cup, which has already has no sponsors. They already cut uh, the, the under-19 and under-21 Curry Cups because there were no, no sponsors. Those are competitions that could have been aired in, 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 in a public platform to, to showcase young, uh, predominantly black talent, but young talent nonetheless uh, for free or at a, or, or at a low or at a low uh, cost, you know, to, to air. Um, they, they, my, my motivation would say they must unbundle the rights. You, you can't have all the cricket games, all the rugby games, all the football games, you know. You, you, it, you certainly, it, it's something that is beyond a monopoly. Uh, it, it, it is way beyond a monopoly. All, all the rights in England, uh, football rights don't sit with BBC. Uh, only the the ITV gets a slice, uh, Sky gets a slice, uh, all the others, Eurosport, B in Sport, everyone gets a piece. ESPN, even now Facebook and Amazon Prime are going to show uh, up to 24 games uh, a season. There is enough pie for everyone, but why in South Africa must one broadcaster have everything? Darob, uh, all the rights for PSL games in Africa are owned by one channel. That's Africa, the whole continent. They own rights for the whole continent. That is something beyond a monopoly. And that's the one thing that um, the federations need to really come and and explain to us why they must hand everything uh, uh, to one person. And, and, yeah, I suppose we are talking rugby, but then you would understand why, again, the the PSL will feel uh, somewhat about a 2 billion uh, rand I'm not even going to call it a sponsorship. It's a, it's a rights deal, this. It's, it's, it it yeah, amounts yeah. to $2 billion. It, it results in almost $2 million rand a month going to uh, individual clubs. But like you say, that's a, that's a mother body. Safa will be sitting watching on the sidelines, broke as hell, because that is what Safa has been uh, producing. No money. No sponsorship. Zero. No one even wants these rights, Tarov. And um, what I think, what I think uh, they should consider, uh, Dr. Koza actually said that they, they 
do not uh, mind uh, spreading the rights or, or, or welcoming competitors. They took they took the best deal available on the table. And with that best deal, they were able to give the SABC 140 games. And still, the SABC was not able to, to, to use all of those games, which is at their discretion. So now, the, 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 Dr. Koza did not at any point say they will not move away from uh, uh, the, uh, 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 the possibility of, of, of welcoming new bidders. Dr. Koza, once more, he, he specifically said, bring them. Ikasa approve more licensed uh, broadcasters so they can come and fight for our rights because that will push up the price. Uh, they don't want to give everything to one uh, broadcaster, but that is the best deal they have on the table. So now they've thrown the ball back in Ikasa's court, which I thought for me was the best argument to say, go, go approve your Kwesa sports and let them come for these rights. But did they, did they all, I'm going to come to you, Manan, in a second, yeah. did they at all uh, deal with an issue of, let us say they, they talk about throw the money in, bring the money in, increase the money, because that is what it's all about. Did anybody talk about the issue of the, you know, the, the whole big breakdown and the chunk of money uh, where everybody says, this is my commission, that is your commission, uh, because... The huge portion of this money goes to individuals who will claim that they would have drafted the rights to go and earn uh, the rights that would be concluded. Oh, no. That, that, that part of the negotiation was definitely not on the table, Tarot. There was no breakdown, uh, as to say, uh, of that $2 billion, uh, uh, where, where does what go where? Um, the only real breakdown we saw was when they explained that the clubs will get their grant and it will pay for this and that. In terms of fees, uh, in terms of uh, the fees and agencies and, and, the, and, the, and the background stuff, we, we definitely didn't get uh, to be privy to that. Because I'm, uh, sh- I'm, that I'm, sure been... I'm sure they'll get to a stage again, Spoo. I'm just breaking in because I don't want to hear what you're saying. I, I'm just being reminded of a quick spot break I've got to take. That's probably going to be something that the bookies would want to look at when I talk about the bookies, not those that bet, but those that keep the books as well, the auditors. Uh, specifically to say, okay, if, if this is the amount and these are the accurate amounts, where is the money going to? So all of that, as far as our conversation is concerned, uh, do throw us your opinions as well. 0605842250 is the WhatsApp voice note number. Oh. 89 uh, Those are the numbers uh, for you to be a part of this conversation right here on hashtag MSW. Tim, I see you in Santon. We'll come back to you after a quick break. Sports Worldwide. Rewind the tape. Rob, where is Peter de Villiers? Where is he? I'm asking you. In the wilderness. And open. Where in the wilderness? And that's why it's in the wilderness. It could be anywhere. Peter de Villiers says he's done with South African sports. He's our own. He was our national coach. Peter de Villiers is in Namibia, Robert Marau. Do you know who is coaching there, Robert Marau? I told you I've got FBI's. (laughs) (laughs) Trust Corp. Trust Corp is coaching in Namibia because no one wants him in South Africa. We fought for freedom Mm -hmm. in this country. It wasn't given to us. Was it given to us? Not at all. Not at all. But we must beg the minority for what is ours in this country. The anti-transformation people are just superficials in their approach. They are scared of change. Rugby people need to be collective. What is happening down in Port Elizabeth with them watching, history will judge them harshly. That's a nice thing about history. It judges you harshly. Hashtag NSW. 
All right, so getting down to the meat of the conversation uh, with uh, Tando Manan as well as Usbu Mjigeli. So uh, my guests, uh, let me bring Tim. Tim has been on hold for a while. Thank you uh, for your patience, Tim. Good evening. How's it, Rob? How's it going? I'm great, thanks, man. What, what do you make of this uh, Ikasa uh, Rob, sorry, the, the, issue? The, the whole system as a whole is, is fraught to a certain extent. You find yourself, I'm going to use a good example, when Sky held all the rights to the EPL and uh, the, British, uh, the British soccer teams, what they did is, when, when a new player came on board, like BT Sport, when BT Sport came on board, the British regulator, Ofcom, came, and they had to step in to share the revenue so that all the rights cannot be exclusively given to Sky. So Sky had to share some of its rights with BT Sports. And when it comes to the national teams, they, it was, it was ad, they were very adamant that all broadcasters, ITV, BBC, had the right to show the national teams play. Whether it's a World Cup, whether it's, it's just a friendly game, they had the right to do that. So Saru would, would be shooting himself in the foot if they decide to bring the, the best legal team and go to the Constitutional Court and say, well, you know, the Springboks, whenever the Springboks have, whenever they attend in England to bid for a World Cup or whatever, they need the government to sign on a lot of things. So how are they going to explain the fact that there's 16 million televisions in South Africa and there's 6 million subscribers in South Africa in terms of pay TV. But what about the, 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 rest, the, rest, uh, the rest of the, the, the television viewers? For you, what's the end game? What would you like to see come out of all of this? Would you like to see where Manana spoke about delayed games coming through when the Springboks are playing? Would you like to see a game at Ellis Park that kicks off and free-to-air also shows that game at the same time that everybody sees the game? When it comes to national teams, absolutely. It has to be live. Whether it's SABC 1, SABC 2, it has to be live. When it's, whether it's Bafana Bafana, the Springboks, the Proteas, even the netball teams, the streaming, whatever, it has to be live. It has to, they have to have the right to broadcast the national team because those are national heroes. Okay. You can't argue much with that, with what Tim has said. Manana? Rob, certainly. I think that uh, we're getting a, an opinion from someone who, who knows and, and who feels for that you can't just make it uh, for an exclusive elite uh, for the game. I think for me, it's also time, I think, whereby the free-to-air channel is something that needs to happen. Uh, if the ICASA is busy having their own sitting, you know, something should be happening on the other side in Auckland Park where, you know, you start opening up the channels again of the free-to-air channel that was spoken about. Uh, and in that sense, then you are able uh, to, to to be able to, to to carry the weight and the burden of the amount of sport. I mean, certainly uh, for starters, would be of all national uh, sports in this country should be uh, available to free to air to SABC. They would obviously have all the capacity uh, to, to 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 broadcast uh, radio and television at the same time. And 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 that's something that I'm saying should be uh, happen as soon as possible after the the conclusion of the Akasa ruling should certainly favor uh, the, the the national broadcaster of that all the national uh, sport uh, national teams should mm. be on SABC that that should be the norm uh, in terms of super rugby in terms of curry cup then it could go on more or less in what you could do uh, as saying that look if they can then carry uh, the, the the might of of showing those games because remember super rugby would start on a Friday morning uh, on a Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon even at night so therefore yeah. you have to get a certain quota 
of some of those games being free to air uh, to to the national broadcaster. Yes, uh, you know what also is uh, they've done very well is to sort of have this agency, the marketing and the sales personnel uh, first going and and selling everything that they have. For example, uh, I, I'm not sure if it's Vodacom. I, I stand to be corrected, Rob. Where, mm-hmm. uh, where when they sell. Uh, their salespeople, they will sell predominantly 90% uh, of their money that they needs to, they've been given by uh, Vodacom. They would sell it to Supersport, 90% of that money, and then the 10% that's left would be given to other commercial stations or commercial radio. That, that's a ploy that's happening, and that is uh, to sort of, uh, you know, to suffocate the national broadcaster. But if you were to give the national team, then they would be left with no option and no choice but to also go to the national broadcaster because that product needs to be seen by the many people that are using or are cellular uh, holders or airtime buyers in this country. So if they do that and give it to an independent uh, sales company, obviously they will rush with the full amount nine because there's, there's, there's brown envelopes, there's kickbacks, there's a lot of things happening in that direction. Uh, and, and ICASA ruling, if it were to go that direction, direction then it would mean once again money will come back into the national broadcaster because they uh, have uh, the, the the footprint they have the audience uh, for that brand that is being advertised to also infiltrate many areas uh, whether it be rural whether it be people who were not able to afford but they can still be able to see the advertisement that has been put and money being put for them to be mm-hmm. able to purchase again that mm-hmm. for me would be the the mandatory mandatory is all national sport with immediate effect uh, at the start of uh, uh, next season should be up because remember we've got the Rugby World Cup coming up. SABC will get another quota maybe showing 32 or 35, 20 of them live but the rest also delayed and then the major games, the All Blacks versus the Irish, the All Blacks versus whoever or Wales, we won't be able to see them. We'll see uh, Japan playing Western uh, Samoa. They, they will choose for us as well what to play for the audience in terms of the national broadcaster. That should be something that uh, ICASA should make a recommendation that it's not about you choosing, it's about what capabilities the SABC can have in terms of uh, the space that they can show all the national games and also big tournaments. I'm for that. Okay, transparency is also another thing. I'll take that as your closing argument as well, Mr. Manana. What, what lies ahead, Boo, as far as uh, the hearings moving forward now? Right, we will hear tomorrow from uh, the SABC, we will hear from Multi Choice, we will hear from Questy Sports, we will hear. Uh, uh, I think from ETV as well, and uh, those are the broadcasters who will then sum up. Uh, a lot of them have taken a battery, certainly the SABC. Uh, they, their uh, competency has been called into question. Uh, Supersport has been called into question for their greed uh, for, for, for exclusivity, uh, the, 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 the willingness to, to air sports. Uh, for ETV has also been called into question this week. Uh, Quester Sports, it seems like they're in dire straits financially. So their financial uh, strength uh, to move forward as a company has also been called into question. The broadcasters are in the dock uh, tomorrow. I can tell you that, Darrell. Sure. All right. Have you, have you got a Zangazaga outfit for me? I need to come through and, and, and sit through those hearings. I'll speak to you off air. <laughs> Thank don't, you. Start, don't start another bead on top of a bead here at that room for your services. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I just want to hear. I, the thing is that they're not broadcast live anywhere. That is the problem. And, and these are fundamental. <laughs> I know we've got commissions upon commissions and hearings upon hearings, but these are very important. And I just really so wish that they were streamed or shown somewhere uh, where we could 
to follow these proceedings. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. You are absolutely right. These are fundamental. These are laws of the South African uh, Constitution that are being changed right in front of our very eyes. I'm going to come through tomorrow. I'm going to talk to you. Thank you so much, Spoo. Highly appreciated rugby journalist and analyst they're covering for us and also uh, Madiba's rugby president, former Springbok as well. Uh, that is Tando Manana. Thank you so much indeed. We'll camp outside your studio next time so we don't have these gremlins again. Thanks, Tando.